Hey, Barrett Coldeye, how can I help? This is Dr. John Mango. Can I look at your brain? We've got a relationship problem on line one. I'm on it. Crikey, we've got a ghost problem and people are scared. Consider it done. Just got a call. The kid's in danger. Let's team up. Interviews, quizzes and chat. Brain news, lifestyle and facts. Be found here. And much more. On Cudder, Woulda, Shudder. This week on Cudder, Woulda, Shudder, I'll be interviewing the MP for Barrow in Finesse, Matt Choke. We'll also be helping Felicity out with some of her shopping. And I'm up to C on the A to Z of brains. See if you can guess what I'm doing. And here we go. We're back. Coulda, woulda, shoulda is back with another episode. How you doing, John? How you doing? You okay? Good? I'm pretty good. Pretty good. good. How are you? I'm good. I'm very good. I'm very happy. I'm ready to go. Good. What have you been doing, John? Well, I've been doing a bit of uh, volunteering this week. Where? Why? I'll tell you the where, and then I'll tell you the why, and I'll okay. tell you the who. I've been volunteering with a brilliant scheme called Clean Up Our Car Parks. Okay. In an effort to revitalize the beautiful car parks of this country. Okay. So every Saturday and Sunday morning about four o'clock, I get together with my little ragtag crew and we go and uh, pick up rubbish from the car parks of the country. We're making our way from top to bottom. Is it hard work? It is hard work. And I imagine, I imagine once you've finished, like, may I imagine it'll be at about eight a.m. and yeah. then a car comes through, and then there's some kid and he drops his crisp packet out of the window. I bet that's really annoying, isn't it? Was that you? Is that why you're saying that last week? No, no, I'm not a kid. Oh well, that exact thing happened last week, and it was very annoying. Mm, I can imagine. Well, it sounds like a good cause. Um, do you have any websites or any place where you can volunteer yourself, uh, viewers, if you if you would like? Thanks for saying that, Barrett. There is, in fact, a website where anyone can volunteer, and it is cleanupourcarparks.org. And all they need from you is a copy of your birth certificate, your national insurance number, three headshots, and your address. Okay. That's I don't know my national insurance number, so that I don't know if I'm going to be able to join. Oh, I do, Barrett. Do you want me to remind you? Yeah? It's JF1321. What? 37. How do you know this? Oh, I just saw it once, and I have a good memory for this kind of thing. Right, okay. Well, I'll have to ask you that off podcast, because I don't think it's a good idea if you give it out on podcast. Right. I don't think it's a good, good idea. Okay, uh, do you want to know what I've been up to? Yeah, tell me. Tell all the so, listeners. Yeah, so, you know how I'm really into Egyptian stuff? I didn't know that about you, Barrett. I talk about it all the time. Okay. Right. Well, I've got a one-way ticket to Egypt. A one-way ticket to Egypt? Yeah. So we're going to be podcasting there from now on, then? Oh, yeah, I didn't think about that. Um, what are you no, going there I, for? I was going there because I want to see the pyramids. Right. And I want to see the Sphinx. Yeah. And I want to see the, the sand as well. 
Yeah, that's a lot of sand. Yeah, you've you've got you've you've got a good point now. I don't about, know how I'm going to do the podcast from there. What about the big river? Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, all that kind of stuff. I love. Yeah, going to do that. Going to go in the pyramid. Yeah, and I'm going to I'm going to take a picture of myself in the pyramid and be like, ah, oh, get me out. Just don't get trapped in there, Barrett. No, I'll be all right. The booby traps have been set off millennia ago. Right. Okay. So we're all good, but. No, yeah, you did raise a good point. Now, I don't know how I'm going to do the podcast from inside the pyramid, but... What I think is, you're not going to get a good reception inside. From the top, though. Yeah, I could do it from the top, couldn't I? Although it would be quite pointy, so I don't know where I'd rest my laptop. Do you reckon mm. I'd rest it right on top of the pyramid, or... Yeah. Should I sit myself on top don't of the pyramid? Don't sit on the point, that's for sure. Yeah. If I get a good an- antenna, I'm sure I can really get some of the internet. Well, we'll have to figure that out, because... We're not just stopping the podcast because you're going to Egypt. No. Yeah, I didn't think about this. I might have to cancel it now. What, the podcast? No, the trip. Oh, well, I don't need to do that either. Just go on a yeah, day trip. A day trip? Um, I guess so. It'll be a long day. Yeah, I, I could do that. Well, it goes. the time goes backwards, doesn't it? Or does it? It goes forwards, but then it goes backwards. So I, I, I've actually got like... You'll gain an hour. Yeah, I'll gain an hour, like because I can stay late. So if I go yeah. back to the UK, I'll I'll have an extra hour to hang around. So, but then the... I I'll lose a few hours getting there. So I I guess it balances itself out. Yeah. Or would you like a follow up, Barrett? Yes. So you remember Maxwell, who we helped with? Well, we're not with an alien, but we thought we were helping him with an alien. Mm-hmm. Well, he's been kicked off his neighborhood committee. Oh. I mean. You know what? What did we expect, really? Yeah, and I mean, he's, he did. He did pummel a kid, and he's also got to do six hundred hours of community service. So, what I've done, Maxwell, if you're listening, is I forwarded your details on to clean up our car parks. Oh, do they accept convicts? I think they prefer the newly free. Okay, but they do accept them. Yes. Right. Okay. So uh, maybe. If you're if you want to be a bit safe, guys, maybe don't join it. You never know what those guys are like. They're good at picking up crisp packets. I can tell you that much. I'm sure they're good at picking up other things as well, drugs. Right, let's move on before I lose this volunteering position I've got. Right, uh, do you want to hear a follow up from me? Yes. Okay, so do you remember Tom Hardy? Who's he? Yeah, exactly. So yeah, Tom Hardy was an actor who bet his whole filmography on a game of craps uh. from the uh, the evil mob boss Harry Kingslayer. So the uh, well, as you said, who's Tom Hardy? Because you know what he's done now. He's gone and bet his whole identity against Harry Kingslayer. Oh, Tom! And he lost. Right. So now he doesn't. He doesn't illegally. He isn't legally called Tom Hardy. He's legally nameless now. Right. So he doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, he's been wiped off the record. Harry Kingslayer owns everything about him now. Well, to be honest, Tom, a lot of people would uh, give an arm and a leg for that opportunity. What Harry Kingslayer tells him what to eat every day and having, having tells a fresh him where start. to sleep. Oh, I didn't know he'd tell him what to do. Yeah. Well, he owns him. Ah. Uh. Literally, he owns the rights to Tom Hardy now. Just a whole man. 
So right. he can he can make him fat, he can make him skinny, he can do anything. He's like a little toy. I don't know. I was getting out of this one then. No. Well, he can't bet anything now. He literally has nothing unless yeah. he bets an organ. Which don't do that, I, Tom. To be honest, I wouldn't put it past Tom. Well, Tom, you've used your uh, your one free problem from us, so mm-hmm. I don't know how you're going to get out of this one. Well, yeah, you're going to... I mean, I don't even know if he can talk now, but if he can, you're just going to have to try and ask Harry Kingslayer if he can, you know, do one for him, but he's not going to do that, is he? Because no. I think Harry Kingslayer quite likes this situation. Mm-hmm. Well, never thought on that. I guess, but... It's kind of, he, he, he got it coming. That's what happens when you gamble, kids. This week, we'll be talking to, insert name here, and we'll be discussing, insert topics here. It's Help Talk with Barrett Coldiron. Oh, right, yeah, sorry, I've done it again. I've not fixed the start, but it doesn't matter because we've got Matt Shope, MP. Now, you may know him as the MP for Barrow. He's also the Junior Minister for People Problems, which is a new initiative that was brought about a few years ago. Hello, Matt. Can you hear me all the way up in Barrow? Hello. Yes, I can hear you. Yes. Good. So, uh, how how are you? Are you okay? Me? Yeah. Yes. Well, I've been uh, I've been doing very well, thank you, and um, doing lots of good things, lots of brilliant things, lots okay. of good things. So welcome to Coulda, Woulda, Shoulda, Matt. So I've got a series of questions here, just just an interview. You know, I'm sure you've had many of these before. Yeah, I've had many of these, yes. Yeah, so so first of all, I want to ask you, as an MP, what problems do you see in in Britain right now? Well, first of all, let me just say, I'm very happy to be here on this podcast Um people's problems all around our great country i think it's 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 great that people like you are doing things like this to help people's problems okay right well i hear that every day but thanks and as pertaining to your question what problems do i see here and there every day of the great people of this country i would say lots of problems i see a variety of problems a great deal of problems mm-hmm. and we're trying to solve them every single day. And that's not just me, that's everyone in our party. Right. Uh, oh, I should mention you're a Conservative member of Parliament. Correct. Yes. Um, so I know you said you saw a lot of problems there. Uh, could you maybe give us an example of a problem that you've seen recently? Well, every problem, I must say, we tackle head on. Every single problem. Good. That's what I like to hear. I, I, I also tackle problems head on. Um, could you maybe give us an example of how you tackle problems head on? Well, first, before I get down to specifics, let me just say, our party realised that problem solving is in the national interest. Okay. So that is our number one concern. And I just want to reassure the people of this country that we are taking this seriously well good i didn't ask you about that i assumed you were but i'm good uh good that you've you've clarified that so again i'm going to ask you again because it's the third time i've asked you now sort of could you give an example of a problem that you've seen say in barrow like maybe you were walking down the high street 
and you saw a problem and then how did you solve that problem or how how are people going to be able to solve their problems with your party in charge well in barrow um, sadly there are a lot of people with a lot of problems as there are in lots of other towns in the country and as with those other towns we will be tackling people's problems head on um um whether those be small problems um large problems um sort of um sort of um medium problems and all of those we will be tackling head on because we realize how important these problems are what's a large problem but if i if i could just ask you what, what what's a problem you faced what's a problem i faced yes i mean i've got too many to count but um a problem i faced is um someone yes last week was asking me to basically there was a cat stuck in a milk float and i was basically asked to try and get the cat out now it's, that's a problem and i solved it by basically wrenching the cat out by the tail but you know there's there would have been other ways to do it well let me first reassure you our party would have taken that problem very seriously yes yeah i'm sure you well i i took it very seriously and you tackled it head on a tail on but because our party cares about people's problems Barrett. so it's good to hear a problem from someone like yourself mm-hmm. but i want to hear problems from you we got you on the show to talk about problems and we need to hear a problem from you really matt oh i have problems like anyone else Barrett. and in our party if i were to bring my problems forward we'd tackle them we'd we'd have we have various schemes in place to tackle these problems Okay, can you name a scheme for us? What what kind of schemes are you introducing? Well, I, I'm not sure I'd go into specifics. Um, there's lots of different things and various ways in which the things and um, when they're tackling the problems, you know, and we should be proud that we're able to, to fix okay. these problems. Right, okay. Uh, I think I understood that. Could you maybe tell us... Um, What's the government's position on brain expansion? Because as you know, on Coulda, Woulda, Shoulda, myself and John Mango, my co-host, are very interested in brain expansion and trying to try and tap out as much of the brain as we can. What's what's the government's position on brain expansion? Now, that is an excellent question. Our party are dedicated to levelling up the brains of Britain. Okay. What does so that what entail? what does that mean? Yes. Well, that means getting the most potential out of each and every brain in the country. Okay, I like the sound So what it. does that mean? Well, that means taking a dedicated, bottom-up approach to all problems, everyone's problems, and taking them all seriously and tackling them all head-on. So what does that mean? Well, that means myself and others in the party and the brilliant work that the Prime Minister is doing will be fed that right down to the great people in every corner of the nation to level up their brains. What does that mean? So what does that mean? Well, that means that everyone will have the chance, the potential to level up their brain in a way that is fair for every single person in the country. What does that mean though? That means that we are planning a scheme with which to level up 
every brain in the country by 2024. Oh, wow. Okay. That's a, what's the brain percentage you want to raise it to? Well, I know that the, the brilliant work the Prime Minister has done has already raised a lot of the potential of the brains of the country. So it's very hard to give uh, an exact number when we've already increased it by so much. Well, I mean, you, you must have like scientists who have have been tracking the... Exactly. The... Scientists and experts, and plenty of those people are working with the party to level up these brains. Okay, but you don't know the exact number. The exact number will be known by the experts and the scientists, and that is not my p position to 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 look at data when I should be leveling up brains. But you are the junior junior minister for people problems, so it should, isn't that in your roster to know the the numbers and stuff? The numbers are in the hands of the great experts who are helping us to tackle people's problems head on, which we couldn't do with the without these experts on side. Right. Okay. Um, what would you like to see brains do, Matt? What would I like to see brains do? Yeah. Well, in the Conservative Party. I know that we want everyone's brains to be as good as possible and we're doing a number of things to achieve this and the Prime Minister's work is clearly evidence of those goals. Right. Um, but what would you personally like to see them do? Well, yes, in the party we have lots of things we would like brains to do. Um, yeah, but I mean, I mean you, not the party. You yes. as a person, Mr Chope. Yes, well, myself and others in the party are all working very hard to have people's brains leveled up and tackling these problems, these tough problems. Okay, right. Um, God, they say it's hard to interview a politician, don't they? So, um, right, so I've, I've got a bit of um, banter here from, from, um, from the other side, the Labour Party, uh, your, your opponents. Oh, yeah. Um, and they've said that you're not caring about people's problems enough. What do you say to that? Well, let's have some fighting talk from you, Matt. To that, I would first of all say we need only look back to when Labour were in power and people were having problems left, right and centre and they were not listening to these problems and they were not tackling them head on. And that is why the people of this country and their problems voted for us. So you're saying, you're saying people with problems voted for you? in order to solve the problems that they've got. but And you're saying that Labour caused the problems? Is that what you're saying? To that, I would simply say we need only look to the Prime Minister for a prime example of how this party can solve people's problems. Right, OK. Well, I mean, he's not exactly a saint, is he? Um, let's uh move on to um well let's actually talk about the prime minister for a bit because i've got a bit of a funny question for you um a bit of a joke me and john came up with uh does the prime minister have something wrong with his brain because some of the policies he's been, he's been putting out have been a bit a bit bad haven't they hey well to that i would say the brains of the people of this party and the prime minister included are the same as the brains of everyone else and the problems they're in will be tackled head on when we level up the brains. Well, thanks, Matt. Um, it was a difficult conversation to have, I must admit, but I think it was needed. Well, it's been great being on the podcast, Barrett. And uh, hello, all your listeners. 
And just before I go, I'd like to say that this party will get problems solved. In terms of getting re-elected, Matt, or is everyone on track? Are you, are you on a good sort of percentage, vote percentage? Well, in the party, because we are tackling people's problems, I think people are really, that's really resonating with people. And I think we will see that in the coming elections. Right, so you think you're going to get re-elected in Barrow? I think that the people realise, as we do, that problem solving is in the national interest, and in the coming yeah, election, that do you will think be you're going to, Do you think you're going to get re-elected? That will be reflected in the brains of the people in the coming election. I think we will see results that reflect that. Right, so that's a yes or a no. Oh, he's gone. Right. Um... Okay, well, that was Matt Chope, everyone. Um, I hope you got some answers there. I personally don't think I did, but, you know, you might have done, so. No one knew that this perfect summer day would become a nightmarish bloodbath, one that would scar a family for generations to come. In this 43-part podcast, we'll get to know the folks of New Farmington before delving into the grisly details and interviewing the family of the poor murdered girl. We'll show details about the case that even the police don't know. So join us on Stabbing at the End of the Lane, a 43-part podcast for the Brightside Network. Right, okay, so we've got a problem to start with um, involving Velicity. Yeah. And her, um, she's got some shopping that's um, going to be gonna be fun to solve, I think. So, yeah, uh, let's get down to it. alert. Oh. oh, hang on. Problem oh, no. alert. Well, duty calls. Yep, duty calls. Sorry, Felicity, you're going to have to wait. Right, okay, I've got um, the telegram system set up, so... Um, we're getting the message in now. Right. So, uh, everyone, this is the first emergency problem we've got this this series. It's quite scary. We don't know what we're going to get. This is live problem solving yeah. from Barrett Coldiron and John Mango. So here we go. I've got the uh, got the message through now. This is Michael from Cheltenham. Stop. I have a video game that I must complete before I start a life saving operation on my heart. Stop. I am playing FIFA 20 and must complete it. Stop. Otherwise, I may never know what happens at the end. Stop. Well, all the drills we've done has not prepared me for this. Yeah, this is pretty difficult. Okay, so he's we're, we're, we've got some time limits here. He's, his life is on the line. He's got a heart condition and it, it's going to get um, operated on. And he's going to have to finish FIFA 20 before that operation. Right. I've not played a sports video game. Well, yeah. I, I'm assuming there is a... I don't know, John. I don't know. I'm getting panicky. Right. Well, if I know anything about video games, I know that he'll need to use his controller to solve this. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. He needs to use the buttons and the little triggers. And the little sticks. And the, Yeah, so... Is there a way we can use the sticks and the triggers and the buttons to complete the game? I think there is, Barrett. Okay. Come on, I can see a plan festering in your head, John. First, we need to load up the game. Yeah, yeah, that's a good, that's a good start. So if you haven't already, Michael, load up the game. Make sure the console is plugged into the wall. 
Yeah, yeah. You do all that and make sure it's plugged into the television. Make yes. sure everything's set up. Yeah. Well, we don't want it. We don't want to make him get too anxious because he's got a heart condition. He might That's die true. at any moment. Okay, Michael. Now you're listening. This is very important. Don't panic, obviously, because that yeah. would be the worst thing to happen right now. Yeah, exactly. Breathe nice and slowly while you're doing this. Like. <sighs> do it. Do it with me. Do it with me, Michael. <sighs> Carry on, John. Carry on. Oh, um, so you want to load up the game and you press start or yep. X or square or A or B. Right, um, one of the buttons. And you're going to load up your profile from your memory stick card. Okay. You, and you've got to play the game. Mm-hmm. And you're going to sit there and you're going to keep playing the game until you finish the game. Yeah, okay. Fantastic. How long, how long will that be, Barrett? I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what FIFA 20 is. Um, is it? Is it some sort of... Is it a sports game? Are we definitely sure about that? I've just looked it up. It's a football sports game. Right, okay. So what do you need to do to win? Google it quickly. Quickly, um, John. Um, oh, no, that's... No, that's real football. Um, uh, right, I uh, think... Um, I think you need to win. Yeah, what do you need to do? Win the games, football games. Yeah, win the game. How do you win the game? Um, score more goals. No, that's football. Why do you win FIFA? Score more goals on the te- on the television. Okay. Um, so how do we do that? Um, circle. Circle. Right. Yeah. Okay, Michael, press circle. Michael, is that working? Oh, we, this telegram system's not going to work, John. He's, he can't. <sighs> it's going to take for ages for him to reply to us. Sit there and press circle till you win. Right? Is that is that what we have to do? I think so. Right. I'm getting another telegram through. Okay. Here it is. It's only a short one. Circle does not work. Stop. Button is broken. Stop. Oh. Uh... Right, right, okay, this is a, a brand new problem. Oh, my goodness. It's okay. So he's going to have to go get a new controller. No, I know the solution, Barrett. What's the solution? Listen very careful, Michael, and breathe slowly like Barrett was telling you. <sighs> Follow these instructions. Start, settings, controller, controller layout, controller bindings, rebind buttons. Find circle, what? rebind to X, rebind X to triangle. Get rid of triangle binding. Apply, save, restart console, load up career mode. Wow. That, oh, I'm, oh, this is this is really tense. Right, Michael. Michael, have you done that? Have you done that? There's no way to rewind this either, so we can't... If he's missed a... If, oh, what, if about he's if he's missed missed a what about if he's missed a step? Oh, no. Is it coming through? Is there a telegram? Yeah, we've got a telegram coming through. Controller bindings do not exist on console version of FIFA 20. Stop. Oh, no. <sighs> God, and they want accessibility. Right. We're going to have to try something I've not tried before. What's that? Michael, does your sister have a dance mat for her video games console. A dance mat? Remember, this guy's got a heart condition, John. 
It's fine. It'll give him a nice little workout before his operation. Okay. Right. Let me just get uh, telegrams coming through. I don't have a sister. Stop. I do have a brother. Stop. Okay, if you could give us more information right. in the telegrams, Michael. Yeah. Does does your brother have well, a daddy's I mean, it costs it costs money for him to put a word in, so I guess oh. he has to keep it small, doesn't he? Does but, anyone in your house have a dance mat? Okay, I'm going to get... Okay, I've got one here. No, stop. Right. All right, okay. That's really Michael, that if you've got anything else... We need. We really need your help here. We really need your help. Oh, I've got a telegram coming through. My dad has an old joystick for his Atari. Stop. Right. Plug that into your TV now. Do you reckon that's gonna work? Don't know, but it's our last shot. Yeah. Okay. Right. So get the Atari in. Yeah. Get the Atari joystick in, and then plug that into your telly. Yeah. And then what then? Play the game. Yeah, just play the game with that. Wiggle it about. Okay, telegram coming through. It working. Stop. Brilliant. Yeah, it's working. Right, so beat the game now. Yeah, so he needs to beat the game. So he needs to score more goals Yeah, to win, every time. How many times do he need to win? He needs to win every game, every match in the game. Okay, so Michael, tell us, tell us, are you going to win this game? Oh, he's got... I lost the game. He's going to have to try again. You're going to have to try again, but Michael, every time you lose, you're setting yourself back here, mate. Yeah. He's got another telegram coming through. I lost again. Stop. Right. Oh, he's not very good at this, is he? Right, Michael. Maybe just save the game, mate. And you can complete it when you come out of hospital. No, because he said he wants to stop it before he... Because if he dies in the operation room... Oh, all right, don't say that. Oh, no, but you, we've got to... We've got to... Every every possibility. Right, Michael. When's, your, when's his operation, Barrett? Um, he doesn't say. When's your operation, Michael? It's coming through. Tonight. Stop. Oh. I was going to offer to go around and play the game for him. I don't know where he lives either. Oh, Cheltenham. I do know where he lives. Could you get to Cheltenham in time? If I set off right after this podcast. Yeah. Because I know they do, the, they do the operations at about half 11 at night, so mm -hmm. I've got a bit right. of time. Well, Michael, you've got a very special problem solving here. John is going to personally come around and help you complete FIFA 20. Personally, physically, this is a physical problem solved. We don't normally do this, but because you're about to die, uh, we won't charge you. How was that, Michael? I'll, I'll be seeing you soon, right after this podcast. Uh, well, the final after, telegram's coming after through. After the journey as well. Sounds good. Stop. That's it. Yeah. Right. Okay. You don't seem that bothered, really. Uh, but yeah, yeah, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Right. Emergency problem pending. We're going to have to wait and see what happens with this one. A. B, C, E, E, F, A to Z of brains. So, we are now up to C in the alphabet. C? C. Okay. And you know what that stands for? No, I don't. Cranium. Oh, cranium. 
And you know what the cranium is, don't you, Barrett? It's something that's in your head. I mean, yeah, technically, yeah. Okay, it, great. Well, I skull. mean, good it's to just, start, right? It's, your, it's a big main bit of your skull bone. Mm-hmm. So pretty important. I'd say so, definitely. Do you, do you have a do you have a favourite thing about the cranium? Because if not, I've got some facts for you. Um, I like its squishiness. Right. Well, that's wrong. It's a, it's the cranium. It's a big hard bone. Really? Yeah. Oh. It's got to protect your brain. Wouldn't it be better if it was squishy then? I mean, yeah, it might actually. Um. Well, anyway. The actual cranium that's not squishy. Hmm. Did you know you could run over someone's cranium with a small scooter and it would be fine? Really? Yes, really. Or I wouldn't have said it on a podcast. Hmm. I suppose you're right. But so what? What? What counts as a small scooter then? You know the ones that the the takeaway delivery people use in big cities. Yes. One of those. Hmm. They're pretty heavy. With. Minimal takeaway weight on the back. With without with or without man. Without man. Oh right, okay. So if 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 he say the man was or the woman was on the moped and they had a full box of one of those big cube things they've got with full of food. Yeah. Ukrainian wouldn't survive that. Ukrainian would not be lost in that, no. Okay. Squishy. Not unless you're at the upper end of the sort of Toughness. That's why you should have a squishy cranium, because it would bounce off. There's actually a scale of cranial toughness. Okay, what's that? It's called the Adams Boring Scale. Okay. Of course, named after Neil Adams and Catherine Boring. Okay. You've heard of them, I presume. No. Well, they were the top experts in um, cranial research and development. Developing your cranium. Developing technology around the cranium. Some people have metal plates in their craniums. Yeah. Because they've had them smashed up so much, maybe by mopeds, I don't know. Mm, perhaps. I still think the squishy cranium would be better. Well, you can pitch that to someone. I don't know who you'd pitch it to. Yeah, maybe, the, maybe that Catherine Boren or whatever her name was. And also, in lots of cultures, people would drink out of craniums. Really? Oh. Yeah, like a like a big skull goblet. Oh, so like, oh, thank God, it wouldn't be alive. Oh, no, not alive, alive, no. It would be cut and upturned to be like a big bony cup. I suppose that would work, actually. You could eat a good sort of salad out of a cranial cup, couldn't you? You could, and people often did. Because you could recycle the body, like a dead person, you could recycle their bones, make them into furniture. Yes, bones would be good furniture. That that leather face, that leather face had it going right. I always felt sorry for him because he was always portrayed as being a bit of a madman. But I felt like he actually had some good ideas. What good ideas did you think? Well, bone furniture, furniture. Bone furniture. Yeah. yeah, I like the fact he wore a mask because, like, you know, it what? style, fashion. Well, yeah, when the film takes off, you don't want to be harangued by the paparazzi. No, exactly, yeah. So I think he had a good idea, Leatherface. Also, the apron was a good idea if you're making bone furniture. Yeah, especially and killing people too. So anyway, let's get off Leatherface. So talking about craniums 
what would you say the best feature of a cranium is then? The best feature of a cranium. Yeah. What would you go? You know, you're walking down the street and you see somebody's head and you go, oh, that's a good cranium they've got. I'd say girth. Girth? Yeah. What, width or length? Width, sort of the circumference around the cranium, the, the right. basal cranium. Right, okay. You're going to have to tell me what the, the basal cranium is. Is that something you've just come up with? Yes, it is, and I'm hoping it catches on. Okay. It's just so, the bottom of the cranium. Oh, right, okay. See. So, a big cranium have you got anything else big... to add about the cranium? Any more facts? The only thing I will say is a big cranium means a big brain. And a big brain means a big, you know... Thought. Big head, I was going to say, but... I'm going around in circles now. But a big brain means a big head, and a big head means a big brain, and a big cranium... Yeah, you're right. Let's stop here. Well, that was your A to Z of brains. I hope you learned a lot about the cranium. Yeah. I still think a squishy cranium would be better, but, you know, I'm not God, so... So let us know what you think, folks. Right, well, that seems to be the end of the episode today. Have you enjoyed yourself, John Mango? I've enjoyed myself thoroughly, as always. How about you, Barrett? I've enjoyed myself maybe a bit less thoroughly than you, but I've enjoyed myself thoroughly to a point where I'm going to say one of my favourites, one of my favourite really? podcasts. Yeah. Wow, that's good then. I, I do enjoy high stakes in terms of featured problems, and uh, we got a very big emergency problem today. Yeah. Very, very on there. And Matt Chope. Shout out to Matt Chope. Um, he's an interesting fellow. Um, obviously, as as you know, I'm not really into his politics. I'm a, I'm a libertarian at heart. But sort of hearing him, I think he spoke a bit of sense. Yeah, sounds like he's getting a lot done. Yeah, well, that's what he says quite quite often. Yeah, um, that's what I get. Every sentence. And did you notice, I was wondering, if somebody could count how many times he said problem in my interview, um, I'd love to see how many times, because I think the more times he says it, the more he actually means what he says. I think that's his, his philosophy, his guiding philosophy. Mm. So listeners, hope you've had a good time as well. Let us know what you think of the, the guests and the features and our problem solving. Yeah, well, you don't, you don't, you don't, you don't need to give us any feedback. No, just, just positives, yeah. Because you know it's already that good. Bye, everyone. Well, see ya.